On this week's episode of the 365 Message Center Show, we're talking about loop components in channels and loop embed mode in Teams. Yes, we are. Daryl's really excited about that one. We're also talking about the new Viva Home. No, not that home. This new home thing. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it. And then custom backgrounds for announcements post in channels in Teams. I'm pretty excited about that because it integrates with... Oh, wait, we'll just save it for later. And many more announcements. So let's roll it. We've got so many messages this week that uh, they're, they're coming out from all over the place. Out of our eyeballs. Maybe. <laughs> eyeballs? I don't know. Eyeballs is... Out of our um, fingers. Ooh, lasers. Um, so, yes, we... Uh, Daryl, you know what I did this past weekend? Um, I, I, I follow you on socials, so... You do? I, I know what you were doing. Yeah, you were, you were in Knoxville doing something. I was in Knoxville for the Knoxville Microsoft 365 Community Day, and I ran into a bunch of people that watch and listen to the show. That's amazing. So it was so good to talk to you, everyone, uh, and including uh, the one and only Catherine. She's going to, she's a someone who has watched and, and for so long, but I told her she now needs to be a commenter. So calling you out, make a comment down below. Uh, and then everyone else, <laughs> go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Let us know you're listening. And a comment. And a comment. Um so, and you know, one thing we're going to be talking about actually on the show today, one of the messages we talked about on socials this past week, uh, Daryl and I yeah. did. And so hey, make sure you're jumping in and, and, you know, engaging with us on all the socials that matter. Um, we're there and we'd love to uh, connect with you at 365MCS um, on all of those. So please jump in. Do we have a, a, a phone number that people can text us on? <clears throat> Yes, it's one eight six six three six five MCS. So, give us a text message. No, I don't know. Just don't do that. Okay. <clears throat> oh, all right. But uh, I, I do. We do want to give a call out uh, again for the European SharePoint Conference and Office three sixty five and Azure. Uh, that's coming up at the end of November in Amsterdam want to give a call out for that so make sure uh if you're interested in you know we gave away a ticket for that uh last month i think it was so if you're interested in that make sure you check out their website um that is europeansharepoint.com uh, i'd love to see you there because i'm going to be there i'd love to see you there and i've got stickers uh for the show too so we'd love to give you some of those Will they be uh, fresh off the press? Because, I mean, you, you gave Indeed. so many away at, at recent conferences. Indeed. I have uh, – so I only have one kind right now and only a few. And so I've had to uh, – I have an order in for more right now. So don't don't fret. I'll have enough for everyone. <laughs> yes, indeed. Good to know, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Let's dive right in, as they say. We should we should dive in with our first message, which um, uh, yes, you're right. I am excited about it. I think a number of people are who have uh, been working with Loop and ask this question: Why can't we loop inside Teams channels? Well, soon you can loop components and channels and loop 
embed mode in Teams. MC six eight one two five one. You know what? It is actually what it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> when you use a loop component in a Teams chat, add it to the conversation. It creates a file in your OneDrive. It creates this embedded experience of sharing and collaborating with the people in the chat. You can then share it and put it in places. Well, uh, that's coming to Loop in the Teams channels. Right, so that means that uh, at the bottom of the conversation box where you have your format button, all your other message and extensions, Loop will be there in the channel experience. You'll be able to add a loop to it, a loop component, and start collaborating. The file will be saved into the files for that channel. So, for example, the general channel, it'll be saved there so that the file is now owned by the team. Whoa, proper proper information management right there. Uh, and also, Daniel, uh, it means that um, links to loop components from other places, such as Teams Chats, Outlook, and other places, will be able to be shared in the Teams channel experience. So... Is there, what do you what's the what's the story about moving, you know, things? <laughs> so can you move moving, moving the move files them into? Yeah, what's the story around around that? Could you could you just wait for 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 that kind of stuff till we get past the you know positive? Yes, we're happy about that. Now, I've I think we've already gotten past that. This show is about bringing the real to people. Uh, and oh, okay. it's not all unicorns and uh, flowers, rainbows uh, so. and candy floss. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It is not. Okay. Well, I just want to. I just want to just emphasize there. First of all, the goodness that it means we can collaborate in Teams channels. But Daniel mm. rightly asks, does this mean that <laughs> as good information management, we can take that file out of a OneDrive from a person who's moving on, and should be putting their file into shared storage so that we as a team can own it. Will that be supported? Um, Will it? Does the message say anything about that? Because I mean, I can't say anything about that yet till uh, till it's public. Oh, <laughs> I mean, have you have you tried it? You know, ha- oh yes, I wait, have. But but you right? You're in the whole testing thing. Yeah, tapity tap tap yeah. in da la di da la di da. Yep. Um. So so I I think that would. But my question I think is is very key here because if mm. this is this is, and we've been talking about this is the way to do it, right? If we're co- yep. we're collaborating as a team, shouldn't it live in a team? And so okay, we've been collaborating in a team, but it's been living in my OneDrive. Well, I want it out of there. I, I want it yeah. to where it should be. So what is that yep. experience? And that, that's what I'm interested in. And, and hopefully um, the story there is a good one. So, Yeah, so uh, we'll see in November because that is when it will arrive. Targeted release rolling out in November. Standard release begin rolling out late November. Expect to be complete December 2023. So this is all aligning with Ignite. Uh, and it's interesting to see, Daniel, some of these messages coming out, announcing stuff that's going to be talked about at Ignite yeah. before it's Ignite. I kind of wonder, too, like, and this is just a side comment. I know we don't have time so much for that today, but the side comment <laughs> is this. 
<laughs> um, with all of these little events that say co-pilot this and Viva that and loop announcements and stuff, what is going to be left to announce at Ignite? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm assuming there will be, right? They like to, hmm. to leave things. So I'm sure yeah. there will be quite a few things landing in the message center on the day of mm. the announcement. So we'll probably get a few things that say now available and it'll be the yes. first time we'll see it. So, yeah, haven't seen uh, much of that lately, actually. No, but okay. So we were, we were pairing this up, this message with another message in the loop space. Um, and this is create a loop component in Microsoft Whiteboard MC 681250. Today's experience, you can take a link to an existing loop, um, paste it onto a whiteboard, and the embedded loop experience appears on the page. Uh, but this will apparently allow you to be in the whiteboard and use a loop component button and say, I want to choose one of whatever's available in that list to add a new loop component into the whiteboard. Um, it's going to be, you know, and they've got quite, they've got a good message here, Daniel, with, with various different screenshots that I'll, you know, add in post so that people can see it. But for those who are listening on the audio pod podcast, um, we've got examples of whiteboards with uh, post-it notes, sticky notes, and there's actually at the bottom where you've got... Um, stuff that you can add to your board there is a loop component and you can choose from that and uh, like in this case they've actually added a table that is a table isn't it yes so um, being able to add that to a whiteboard in the moment when you're thinking of it uh, and being able to use that uh, alongside that they're kind of closing that whole experience inside enclosing it inside a team meeting so yeah a full kind of experience there quite a bit of info on what you need to do to prepare which is all about enabling or controlling the experience from our what's becoming a, a common place especially for loop the config.office.com going into your policies and enabling that app experience if you want to have that available in your team or rather in your organization. Mm -hmm. um, and that's only if you want to disable it. It will be uh, it will be um, on by default. Uh, rolling out um, late October, expected to be complete by early November. So before Ignite. Uh, moving on to, to, to Viva Connections, Daniel. What's happening in that space? Well... Viva Connections apply brand colors across all connection endpoints using themes. MC680961. This one is coming to us uh, pretty quickly, although <clears throat> there is a little bit of a note here, and we'll talk about that in a second. But th this is uh, basically being able to theme, you know, choosing a theme on your home site, right? That, that site that you are... Um, uh, using Azure Viva Connections Home uh, to apply, and then that theme being uh, respected and reflected in the experience across the desktop, tablet, and mobile experience in Teams. So uh, being able to um, make that decision on your theming that you want your home to be, and then in applying everywhere you're going to be you know, looking at your home uh, within Viva Connections. So that's pretty slick. 
Um, uh, the note there shows that uh, the new Viva Connections desktop experience uh, is being refreshed, and there's a link to that um, roadmap item. The item number is, feature ID is 176677. And so that is the refreshed landing experience. Yes, it's coming. The start rollout start for that is November. Um, what's happening in November, uh, Daryl? Uh, Ignite. Ignite. Um, and so basically this thing, we're talking about this brand colors, will not happen until that happens. So whether it's with it or just after it, um, that refresh. So um, there's some details there. I, I One thing that I find interesting is the actual screenshot in this message um, shows, uh, you know, things that have been announced. So the announcements uh, feature that's coming to Viva Connections um, and then this carousel of what looks like news items there, the dashboard mm -hmm. resources that includes my links to be able to save your own links there, I suppose. Uh, and then, um, links off to the different Viva apps. And you know what, Daryl, I wish there was some place that we could go to that had all the links to all of the Viva apps because, you know, we just don't have enough of those. So maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. <clears throat> well, I think we um, should talk about it now, Daniel. We're pairing well, these up. Well, let me tell you about this This message. Um, remember, it's, it's going to be rolling out November-ish for targeted release. And then it's going to be rolling out to uh, regular customers generally available by the end of February. So there's a little bit of a rollout period for this one. Hmm. So the next message is actually announcing Viva Home, the home for the Viva Suite on the web, MC680346. So aforementioned functionality of, I wish there was a place where we could go that had just links to everything. Um, <laughs> I was saying it a little bit sarcastically, because we already have that. Uh, actually, you know, you can go to Viva Connections and up at the top and go to Viva and click that and you have links to everything um, right there. Um, so anyway, uh, so they're excited though. Microsoft is very excited about this upcoming availability of Viva Home. If you had not been confused by the use of Viva and the word home before, well, now you must be, hopefully, uh, you're paying attention uh, because we have the home for Viva Connections, and that is your home site in SharePoint. Uh, well, now we have a, a Viva Home. There's a Viva Connections home as well. Anyway, so there's a Viva Home. This is a single web destination for people to go to and have links off to the Viva apps. Um, and... It is uh, going to be in the apps experience. Um, so in the Microsoft 365 app launcher, um, you can go to microsoft365.com slash apps to see it as well and uh, be able to access all your apps, Viva apps, connections, engage, insights, uh, goals, learning, uh, all of those will be, will be there. So if you didn't know how to get to the Viva stuff, they're going to give you another page that your users can go to, that you can't edit, uh, I'm sure, uh, that allows you to, you know, your users to get to the stuff. Uh, it's 
is this Daryl an ad for Viva? As some people have said, uh, it is. I'm trying to follow here what the strategy is because Viva mm. Connections initially was about bringing our intranet into Teams. Cool. Uh, and then it became, it had its own custom homepage or landing page for connections for those who don't have an intranet homepage. And that sort of is what Daniel talked about in the previous message. And now this Viva Home, and they've been quite distinct in terms of saying it's different to Viva Connections Home, it's a Viva Home. <laughs> yes. Viva Connections will, will bring you your content. Viva Home is going to be about navigation to other Viva products and adoption resources. Uh, which, yeah, in some ways you could look at that and say it's an advertisement for the different things in Viva. Um, if you look at it from an adoption point, yeah, it has its value for a bit, right? Oh, I didn't know about that product. Okay, I'll go check it out and use it. Cool. But it quickly loses its value, I think, Yeah. to the point where why don't we just have connections as our home and delivering up the targeted value that I want to see when I land on Viva. Right. Yeah, so this one apparently is going to be available. Um, the URL is there in the screenshot viva.cloud.microsoft slash viva. I'm not entirely sure why you have to do the slash viva. How many times have you said viva? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, and so that's your viva home. It basically links off to stuff, uh, learning about the viva things and getting to the viva things. I, I'm not diminishing the Viva products, uh, the Viva products, I think mm. has some great value. I just, I, I don't know this whole Viva suite web page, uh, landing. I'm not seeing a whole lot of value out of, uh, more than just a, you know, first run kind of experience of, yeah, oh, yeah. here's this thing. And with his links off to stuff, great, but it doesn't have any sort of value other than, getting people to use the products and shouldn't that be part of the adoption specialist in an organization? Shouldn't they be in charge mm. of that rather than some page that, you know, users go to, but anyway, well, Daniel, I'll just make a comment here too. Like us knowing and being familiar enough with screen sizes and content. Mm. If you look at the image within the message and it is a full page version of that message uh, of that image, yeah. I think the first fold is going to end at the bottom of that blue carousel of here's all your Viva stuff. So you won't see Spotlight, Explore, etc. unless you click on the menu items at the top of that Viva landing home or you scroll down and see it. Right. So that first landing page is probably going to be just that big blue colorful thing. blue thing with, with the yeah. carousel of Viva products in there. Yeah, it, even if you see a little bit below that, it, it's still not a whole lot of value um, on that landing. And you're right. You have to click on, uh, assuming that's what those tabs are at the top, uh, they just are hyperlinks to that section on that page. Of yeah. Spotlight and explore. Um, maybe, you know, again, we're making assumptions there, but it looks like that's what that is. So. Yeah. Um, let's let's switch this up. I want to see what the outlook is. Is the outlook bright, or you know, do I need to wear shades? 
because the future is bright. <laughs> you, need to, you need to wear shades. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I think we're getting a couple of interesting things here to mention mm-hmm. uh, that will improve our experience on Outlook Mobile. Expand and collapse folders in Outlook Mobile, MC680661. If you have, uh, and a number of people, organize their email into lots of different folders and even subfolders, uh, then this is going to allow you to expand and um, click on things and expand the subfolders and folders inside folders, uh, which will be helpful, I think, today. And I don't have a lot of folders and subfolders in my experience, but uh, inbox and... Yeah. I mean, For those on the audio podcast, Daryl's now looking at his phone. He got distracted and, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. There he's that friend you're having lunch with and you're talking and then they pick up their phone. <laughs> just just a moment. Just stuff. a moment. I got to respond to this. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I had to confirm that. Like, yeah, it is a new thing, obviously, because that's why they're telling us about it. But, uh, you know, if you have those folders, then uh, you'll be able to get to them, expand on them. See stuff in them. Great. Good way to do it. Indeed. And that is uh, rolling out early October. Well, that's why I was looking for it, Daniel. It should be there. Um, it should be. Complete by late late October. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's not late October yet. But paired with that, another Outlook thingo uh, mm. is, and I think this is, this is uh, also part of making better use of, where is it? Did I favorite this thing? Oh, man. It was called Feature Update, update Notifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't favorite it. Moment, that's, please, people. That's ridiculous. I, I, I I'm really excited about this, though, um, because this app mentioning, you know, it. if you, for those that work with me, I love app mentioning. So being able to do that in, in mail is yeah. a great thing. Yep, and so that's been around for a bit. You've been able mm-hmm. to at mention, and doing that will will bump people's uh, that name to the two line because you're mentioning them rather than mm-hmm. just being CC. If you've ever done that before, Daniel, you pop someone in CC, then you at mention them in the message, and then they get shifted to the two line. Mm-hmm. Um, so this feature update notifications for at mentions in mail and documents will appear in Outlook Mobile. Uh, we have that Outlook. Let me be that friend again <laughs> where I'm picking up my phone and we've got this little bell in the top right-hand corner, which is our notifications. Up until this point, all that has shown is when people like our messages. They react yeah. to it. And like, yeah, okay. But now we're going to see it as almost like an inbox for uh, mentions and uh, where we might have been mentioned in a document as well. Um, mm. So pulling that together, screenshot shows uh, some examples of that where we've been liked uh, we've been liked. Our message has been liked. Uh, <laughs> we've been mentioned. Someone liked me. Um, they truly like me. And then, and Lydia mentioned me in this document and said, Ooh. "Fix that thing." <laughs> um, I guess you'll tap on that, and it'll open it up in the M three six five app, so you'll be taken straight through to the document in the comments, hopefully. hopefully. But this will be coming to the Outlook experience in the same time frame, early October, arriving now. Uh, and should be complete late October, which is a little while from now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, very. That was very descriptive there, like <laughs> Yeah, very descriptive. You know what? Um, let's I go back to uh, stay I, with mobile. Stay with no, mobile. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of office here because you're uh, 
that was a little bit corny there. Uh, set out, out of, of office, office from Teams Mobile Application MC six eight zero six five eight. Yes, that's right. Being able to set your out of office in Teams uh, right there, along with setting your status, being able to say, "I'm going to set my out of office right here." So soon it says, and it's mid October actually is the begin rolling out, which is nowish. Uh, expe expected to be completed by late October, but you'll be able to go in and s right under where you set your status in Teams Mobile, be able to click on out of office, and then yes, be able to say out of set a status, uh, set a start and end date and time, um, so that uh, it'll automatically turn off. So I'm excited for this, um, and it says there's no action you need to take. But, you know, I think you need to prepare for this uh, in a way, in a good way, in that telling people it's going to be available um, so that they can do it and don't have to do it in Outlook. You can do it in right there in Teams, right? Yeah. Right? I reckon just let them find it. You know, why tell them about it? They're going to tap. I'm going to. The example I gave you, Daniel, remember? We're really sick. We're in a bed and we're like, oh, I don't want to get my laptop out and say that I'm out of the office. So I pick up my phone and I go into Teams and I tap out. I know, I'm really role-playing this one. And You're then just before I get so before I get so weak that, that this phone is too heavy and I drop it on my head and crack my nose or something, <laughs> I tap out, look, and I say, sorry, boss, I've, I'm about to hurt my nose. Oh. Um, <laughs> I have to go to ER. Yeah. <laughs> so, <then> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, one thing that I asked about this is uh, yes. in the uh, when you're setting the status, there's that reset uh, status yep. button. Is that going to affect your out of office set? And I think it should not. Uh, but Daryl, uh, who is wrong uh, quite frequently, uh, <laughs> thinks that it should. Should we say so, for the the podcast listeners, Daryl's jaw <laughs> dropped to the floor? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I just don't think it should. I think status should be independent of uh, your out-of-office message. Uh, you know, if if I'm in the office 30 minutes early, you know, then I set my, st uh, you know, I'm still out of office, quote-unquote, then, hey, you know, have an extra coffee or something for that 30 minutes and let people think I'm not there. Uh, so, I don't know. But, um, you know, uh, so next message, though, we're going to move on back to Viva because, you know, Viva is, you know, a pretty popular thing. This is Microsoft Viva inline on demand feedback on topic cards available MC six, eight, zero, six, five, seven. So we all know about topics, right? Viva topics. No, you don't know about it. Well, yes, yes. Yes. Learn um, about it. Yep. Uh, I don't have time to explain it all to you. But um, <laughs> so AI suge is suggesting uh, content, you know, so we have this topic and AI goes, hey, here's some documents and here's some people that know about this topic because they contributed to information and these documents contributed. Well, now you're going to be able to go on to that topic card. Maybe you're on a SharePoint page and you click on the. Uh, topic because it's underlined and you say oh there's a topic card and it's suggesting people or content 
I can give feedback. Uh, there's going to be a give feedback. Now, this isn't send feedback to Microsoft because you like or dislike something. This is giving feedback to say that, uh, and it's going to ask you, you're improving these AI suggestions. Is this person, for instance, that's what's in the screenshot, is this person someone who um, whose work or expertise is connected to this topic? You can say yes or no. Um, That's so diplomatic. How it's put. Yes. <laughs> what they're really asking is, do they actually know this stuff? <laughs> right. But here's the question I have, and it's not said anywhere in this message, because frankly, there's not a whole lot of content in this message. Uh, it's like there's more screenshots than there is explanation. Um, so what happens if I go down there and I say, no, this person is not. <laughs> Because this person has made me mad, and I'm going to go through, and every time I see this person's face, I'm going to click give feedback. No. Then what, what so it's like sure they talk about it a lot, but do they actually right. know about it? Huh. So does it actually remove it? Uh, does it send mm. a signal to topic managers to set, because this me this message says Viva users can provide feedback? Well. That implies to me that it's not topic, not just topic managers. So, uh, so hmm. when a topic manager goes to that topic, will they still see that person as a suggested person, or does it remove them because someone said no, or is it three people have said no and therefore it'll remove it, or what? What is hmm. the? I have no idea. There's no information here about what actually happens, and that's that's kind of my questions on yeah. know, around this, you know. This is this is our opportunity to help train the AI, I guess, because the suggestions are coming from the AI, and we're saying yes or no. It's not like the suggestion feedback is going to the topic manager. Well, we don't know that. We don't. Well, we don't know. I think you're right. We're training the AI, but does one person saying no? Maybe they accidentally click no. And meant to say yes. I don't know. But what happens then? Because that you could be reducing the quality. Uh, you're trying mm. to improve the quality, but you could you could actually be reducing it. Maybe maybe you think in this case Mona doesn't know anything about it, but actually Mona does. And Mona works Mona, on this Mona, Mona, I mean, complains a lot complains, about that topic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Complains. So this will be ro rolling out mid-October, so now-ish, uh, and expected to compete by late October. So sounds like not an announcement <laughs> that will be uh, at Ignite. Although they, I guess they could talk about it. So um, Daryl, <laughs> let's wrap this yep. up, sir, with some saved items and some backgrounds, please. Yeah. Okay. New teams is, is a, a new thing. Well, newish, but it's gone GA and uh, saved items availability in new teams. MC 680-353. What's a saved item? It's uh, effectively like flagging a message in chat and Teams channels. You can go back to those saved items and work through them and remove the saved bookmarky thing, right? That's how I treat them anyway. Uh, it's not in new teams. Not yet. Currently, new teams does not have saved the saved items feature. Uh, it will be uh, coming, really. This is what the message says. It's not there, but it's coming. It's in classic teams, uh, and they're bringing this this other feature, Daniel, too, where you can download those saved items to a document. It'll have all the hyperlinks in there, 
So it's like we're, they're providing a way for us to take our saved items from classic and still be able to interact with them, but there's mm. no indication as to when it's coming. It just next year, next year sometime. At some point. Um, yep. And yep. So can we, there, can we talk that. about the brevity of <laughs> this message? Yeah. For a second. I mean, it's about, it's this, about is, this long. Yeah, it's about it's about an inch tall. If you kind of put your, um, it's it is uh, probably, and I don't don't take this the wrong way, people, in the team's team, and but this is probably the worst message y'all have put out uh, in the message center uh, as far as description and images and. Now, don't take it the wrong way because that means the rest of your stuff has been really good, and it has. Teams has been one of the best team uh, when it comes to describing updates and giving content and pictures and all that. I'm a little disappointed in this one. Um, you know, it, it would be nice mm. to have a screenshot of how we export those things and maybe a, an understanding. Is this, are you saying that we're going to be able to import those into the new teams when that feature is available, or is it that? too bad there is no migration or like what you know i'd like some more please but uh we don't have that so yeah um you know i'll be giving this a thumbs down and and giving some of that feedback well thank you for that feedback daniel that was a good suggestion uh and our final thing is actually good news in this space it's still on the topic of new teams uh, it's actually something i mentioned recently in a video as i was working through this feature some of us like to use announcement posts and in the new teams we have not been able to upload custom backgrounds uh, we've only been given that limited color palette which you know makes me have uh, ptsd about um, color palettes from powerpoint in the old days when it was very limited and uh. anyway said enough about that um <laughs> the announcement posts and channels for new teams will not only be a thing, you'll be able to upload your own pictures, but my goodness, this is really interesting. Probably should be a headline, Daniel. Um, is the first indication of how Microsoft Designer will be integrated into a design guidance experience. I want to create a banner or a background picture for my announcement. Okay, do you want some help with that, says uh, Microsoft Designer in preview? You've got a little text box, you can give a quick description and it'll come back with some suggestions of what you'd like to upload. Uh, at the same time, there's still that add button if you want to be able to add your own image that you created from somewhere else. Uh, but if you follow your way through with the design, Microsoft Designer experience, you give it some text, it comes back with some suggestions and you could select one and then click customize and then it takes you through to the full designer page where you could go in and add some text in a certain place and change some things up and use use the designer app to um, to change it what I like Daniel is that it's already sizing the banner to the right size uh, it is adding the text in a way that it's it's not like we've added it from another tool and we kind of just hope that it's going to be sharp and look good um, but then being able to customize means we can actually make it you know uh, what, the way that we want it to be. like It's one thing for us an AI suggestion to come back and go, what do you think? And, yeah, it's a good starting mm -hmm. point, but I want to customize this. What do you reckon? No, I, I think this, I'm excited about this because it's, I feel like it's only the first, you know, thing we're seeing in the integration. So I can't wait to see things like 
uh, integration in office products, uh, other office products, uh, integration and, and other, um, uh, platforms as well. Um, <clears throat> and I, I do like that component of it's sizing it, you know, uh, in a way that is going to be appropriate. It, it's already starting out that. And I think designer does a great job of that already, you know, with, with templates and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about this, uh, <clears throat> allowing our users not, not to be boring, right? They can create content and actually <laughs> yeah. be applying um, or it being applicable to what they're creating, um, you know, in these announcements. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Yep. So lots of possibilities there. Uh, and, you know, who knows what else designer will be able to tap into to make use of. But, yeah, good to see that uh, not only bringing uh, the backgrounds into the announcements to posts, uh, and giving them a lot more presence, but the first indication of designer being part of that. So that is, uh, there's a, a fleet or a range there of, of uh, when it's arriving. Preview will be rolling out mid-October, now-ish, expect to be complete late October. Uh, your targeted release, beginning of mid-October, expect to be complete late October. Standard release, GCC, uh, out early November. Uh, GCC high and DOD late November completed in mid January. What a range. Wow. It is a range and what a show people. I don't know if you counted, you should have been counting. Uh, cause I sure was, <laughs> we covered 10 announcements this week. Uh, and we didn't take up an hour of your time. Uh, we, we gave you value. Yeah. I hope, I hope you in, enjoyed the show and might got have, some value. Might have felt out of like it. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so leave us a comment what you think about these announcements and uh you know did we get something wrong you think or or maybe we missed a, a message that we just didn't have time for and you'd like to discuss it. Give us a comment on the video or hit us up on the socials at 365mcs and let's talk about it. Let's have the a community conversation about it uh so that we can all be informed. Would love to do that. Well, uh, that's great. We'll see you next week. And uh, until next time, when Daniel says. I don't like that feature. I just got you back. <laughs> I don't like that feature. <laughs> you, you were prepared for that. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>